to the Bat Girls podcast. It's Allie and Mackie. And, and you're back. listening to the Bat Girls pod. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess I did flip flop that. Whoopsies. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, here we are. We're like halfway through summer and life is going. It is going. Is he, are you <laughs> sick? Why is your voice like that? Does it sound different? I don't it know. Does, uh, <clears throat> raspy, sexual. Yeah. Whoa, interesting. I don't know. Maybe I do have a sore throat. I'm just having too much fun. I don't know. You are. You are. You're doing a lot. Okay, so fill me in. Um, what happened with this job thing? Matige? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, job update. Well, it's so funny because I, okay, after I kind of like vented and really just like got all of my feelings off of my chest, I guess some of the things that I was like, um were really my deal breakers, I guess, for this job are very normal things, I guess, in some fields of employment. And I was like, well, maybe I just crave flexibility or that is my sign that I am just craving this entrepreneurial kind of um, hybrid work environment. So I don't know. Anyways, I but then I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, well, maybe it's just, you know, all of these things put together just made it not the right role for me. So any, I declined it. But then the annoying thing was, is like, I withdrew my application from it. And I was like, okay, thanks, but no thanks, whatever. But then I was still getting, and I think I'm still getting like a week or two later, the automated like, oh, you still have to do this. You still have to do this. And I'm like, okay, HR, please like check your stuff. Like this is really driving me nuts. But yeah, um, it was a thanks, but no thanks for me, but really have a very clean conscience about it. Um, moving on, on to the next. Um, but yeah, but it was kind of funny because my, one of my good friends was like, no, Allie, like all of these things that you're talking about being like, oh, and isn't this annoying? And isn't this annoying? She's like, very normal for some of us and I was like oh okay sorry (laughs) I'm I'm spoiled oh like what they say oh like those things are just normal in the world that you just have to accept is that what yeah I get like yeah depending on like certain companies or I guess like more more like uh corporate organizations and you know I guess like I have been enjoying some kind of like professional flexibility in the last like couple of jobs that I've had honestly or like uh, you know different roles that I've done and so I was like well I guess that is like the the pros and cons that you do have to weigh out when you're looking at all of these things like do you want unlimited PTO or do you are you okay kind of um having those trade-offs so maybe that's something that we didn't really talk about last week but it was funny kind of like you know looking having your friends kind of reflect that, you know, when I'm going through all of these things and I'm like, and can you believe they were asking me to take PTO for a doctor's appointment? And they're like, yeah, Allie, that's normal. And I was like, oh, hmm, interesting. Whoopsies. (laughs) (laughs) So I know. So that made me chuckle, but yeah, well, you are also having adventures and really enjoying, I think more of the, the East coast um, kind of summer, summer scene. Yeah, so um, everyone kept being like, do you like Jersey? Do you like the East Coast? And, like, truthfully, my first answer is that, like, it smells kind of bad on the streets (laughs) and that there's, like, trash everywhere. And this is just coming that I, like, I've I've always lived in pretty clean areas. Like, even in L.A., like, I wasn't in downtown L.A. I was in, like, the suburbs of the beach areas, you know? Yeah. So – I'm just adjusting to that lifestyle, but 
um, there, is, there, it has been pretty fun. Like I've gone to the city and I've been, uh, taken in by a friend, a group of friends that have just been so sweet. And so, uh, just like, yeah, nice, nice girls. Um, but yeah, so what do we do? We, a friend of ours works for the Google office in New York. So he gave us a tour, which was super cool. Um, it's like right by the Chelsea market. Um, it's just like really cool views and really beautiful. Um, going to happy hours. Um, what else have I been doing? Yeah, Yeah, I think what's kind of cool, like you're, you're kind of finding those, what's cool about cities, I guess. And I don't know, this could be like a massive generalization, but like most of the time that's where you get like the sitcom-y kind of like friends episodes of like, oh, you're new here. Oh, everybody's new here. You know, when they get, they're very like welcoming and it's like, not, not this like, um, clicky yeah yeah exactly you're like yeah yeah my my oh you go go to happy hour with this person and then you'll meet this person and then you meet whatever so well you realize that this world is literally so small when Mm -hmm. we walked into this bar and someone that I had met from Stanford was there and I was like um hello I forgot his name but like (laughs) I remember what his face was and I just like my personality is just like I'm just going to go up to him. So I was like, hey, like, I know you, like, from Stanford, yeah. right? And he's like, yep. uh, and I'm, like, giving him context clues. He's like, oh, yeah, I think I do remember meeting you. And I'm like, cool, what's your name? Yeah. What are you doing here? And it was so fun. I was just like, what a cool story, like, that I'm across the country and you're just, like, randomly meeting people. So I always like it that is- stuff. I know. And it's fun. Like when the world does get a little bit smaller like that, you're like, oh yeah, you from the place and whatever. That always reminds me like when I was in college, I literally, my roommate, I think my junior year was a gal who played softball, who grew up in Mission Viejo, the town that we grew up with, who like went to high school here. And I was like, oh, look at us. Like did not know you growing up in Mission Viejo, but went all the way across the country and now we're roommates living together. So I do think that's always fun. So, but speaking of kind of like going out and about enjoying summer, I do think that there's like a lot of kind of pitfalls that I guess pitfalls, but a lot of things and elements at play. And I know that I've been falling into some of that. Um, But with summer soirees comes drinking and, you know, sometimes that can be, fun sometimes that can be a little bit of a slippery slope I know I had a recent conversation with a really good friend of mine because um she kind of has a bit of like history I guess with drinking and kind of um not necessarily like her drinking but just being around it and so Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of something interesting to talk about you know like how can we drink to make sure like hey we're all being safe having fun and, you know, we're all keeping ourselves in check. So I think it's yeah. an interesting thing to talk about because it's something that, you know, like even as young adults and as we get older, you know, no one likes being the drunkest person in the room. For sure. And it's interesting that, uh, well, one, this is something that I've been like really like uh, not struggling with lately because it's not like the drinking I struggle with. What I right now is like I love summer and I love going out and I love being outside but I also have like really serious goals that I want to achieve for this summer like I'm training for the marathon which means right. I have to go to bed and I value my eight hours man so like I'm waking up at like five o'clock in the morning and I need to go to bed at like nine so if I go out like on a Wednesday like that messes me up and so totally. it's been like uh yeah it's been like a really interesting like 
how can you do it all, which no one can do it all, but like balancing all of the things you want to do. Well, and it's such a part of like, I mean, I even know I've had a couple of friends like live in New York or wherever. It's such a part of like summer culture of like, oh, I'm walking home. I'm going to like go pop by this happy hour. And then happy hour turns into like evening drinks and like all of this stuff. And you're like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock. I've had like five cocktails and I'm exhausted, you know, and whatever. And so all of that stuff. So I do think it's just definitely like an interesting conversation of how to A, like just you know, everything in moderation and then yeah, just not overconsume. And like you're saying, we all still have to like function in society and wake up in the morning. So um, yeah, I don't know, Mac, what are your kind of tips and tricks? Do we have those yet? Um, No, I wouldn't even say uh, we're like still getting there because there are so many times where you accidentally get like way too drunk. You're like, I did not expect that. Right. Um, and like, I've just noticed like myself, I mean, you know what? Drinking is such an interesting topic because like, I love foofy drinks. Like I'm, I'm a foofy girl. Okay. I want yeah. craft cocktails, uh, put them some sugar in it and make it fun. Yeah. I've never been like a Tito's and soda kind of girl. Cause it's right. like, it's not even enjoyable. So right. I guess my, t- my, like, these are like, I guess the things that I try to do and I, they've been working lately. Like I haven't been hung over in like months um okay that's a lie I drank way too much at my friend's wedding uh yeah oopsies but uh I always start with like a real cocktail like I'm not I'm not going hard in I think that's a little like especially like when you're going to a rooftop bar or summer soiree like uh yeah like a little cocktail to start it off um you know of course the normal adage at at it adage adage is that like you know for one drink, drink a cup of water, obviously. But um, one thing that will get uh, us in trouble is sometimes not eating. So, like, making sure, like, you do ha- consume calories before you drink, right? I, I was going to say that's that's the pitfall that I've been falling into lately where, like, I think you get so excited. Excited is the wrong word, but, like, maybe it's, like, you wait a little bit later to start drinking. And then all of a sudden it's, like, 8 o'clock and you're, like, oh, my gosh, I haven't had dinner. And then, like oh, whoa, okay, you, the, the drinks just start going and you're just like, oh, wow, it's nine. Now it's almost too late. And it's like, wow, I really screwed the pooch on this one. So I've been falling into that pitfall lately and it's really like done me dirty. And like, again, like this is all in safe environments. You know, I'm not doing anything like super dangerous here, but it's definitely like I've woken up in the next morning and or like even later in the evening and I'm just like, this is not, I don't feel my best and I am like mad at myself, you know? And so, yeah, eat something. Yeah. And I think um, one thing that I've like been thinking, it's hard to put into words because I just lost my train of thought because that Uh happens sometimes. Um, But yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say like, it was funny because like, this happened when I was in Ireland, we had the Guinness tour and yes. I like really wanted like a real meal because I was like, I want to eat really good food. Right. And so we go to this tour and I was like, Oh, when do you think this tour is going to be over? And they're like, Oh, like an hour. I was like, okay, I'll eat right after this. Well, it turns out we were there for like three hours, had three Guinnesses. And I was like, I have not eaten. I'm going to, I need to consume food. Totally. Um, but yeah, and I just think like, yeah, it's just not, I'm not going to say like lining your stomach. I don't know. But like, but having uh, some calories in you before you start drinking, I think is good. And one thing that I've been downing this summer that is just like my go-to is 
um, Pedialyte uh, powders. Now, I actually have one right in front of me, and I buy the immune support one because I just like like I like the flavor. Honestly, that's it's cool. Punch. Yeah. Um, but electrolytes one. This is really good for for me and like the workouts that I've been doing. But uh, I do I do think it helps. It helps uh, recover you a little bit and give you a but- little bit more. Because those, like, like Pedialyte, those, like, liquid IV, like, anything in those kind of, like, electrolyte kind of rehydration, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, actually, now that we're kind of we're, – we're getting the juices flowing, so I feel like I have a couple more ideas. So yeah. let's take a quick break, and then we can kind of um, rapid fire some other um, kind of horror stories, but also – Learning. Kind of, oh, yeah. that was what I was going to say. It's like, as long as you learn from all these experiences, like – you'll be fine. Like exactly. we're just going to tell you what we've learned. So you don't do them again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So Allie, what yeah. are your, uh, let's go tips and trips, oh, tips and tricks, rapid fire and a quick, like, um, note about why you think this is pretty important okay so these are in no particular order we did list them out so i'm going to jump around though because but i think the most important one as i have gotten older is remembering that um we are not in college or in our early 20s anymore and we don't need to binge drink or it's not like a drink to blackout like this is not a race to the finish line and it's okay to like take your time and yeah, it's not a race. So I think that that is like, but then it's also, I guess, twofold, right? Because, you know, we're just not that young anymore. You know, I think like when you're 20 or whatever, 21, 22, early 20s, you like, you feel invincible. And it's just not like that anymore. I mean, I for sure can't drink like how I used to be able to. So um, getting out of that mindset is number one for me. So probably the hardest. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so my big one is, uh, I drink like much slower than my friends. And so like, they're always like, hurry up, hurry up. And so like, yeah. not like, be like, no, no, I'm on my own time. Okay. Totally. So you don't need to go drink for drink for with like your friends, your date, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, none of those people totally uh, can get you in trouble. Well, and like, I don't know. And like, I don't know about Mackie. I don't know about like whatever, but like I typically, and this is just kind of like a, my type kind of person, but like, I usually date like bigger people who are just like, I don't know. I remember I I went on one, a date with this guy who was like five, like six, seven, just like this guy who could just throw him back. And I was like feeling really proud of myself for like going drink for drink with him until I was not very proud of myself. And I was absolutely embarrassed. And I was like, this was a bad idea. And, but then by that time it was too late and I was like, Ooh, shoot. And I wanted to, I regretted everything, you know? And so it's kind of like knowing your own limits and you get again, same thing. It's not, there's no award for, um, for that. There's actually an award for, the opposite, the opposite. Yeah. so yeah so yeah so um stay in your lane do your own thing so yeah um I guess my next one is you don't have to drink on every single date you know and I've been learning that one I think I recently have had like a handful of dates where it's you know we've c- gotten after the date I'm like gosh we just we like 
we grabbed a drink and then the next place got like an appetizer and then just like continued to just grab cocktails everywhere we went. And I think like our next date, we're going to like go play pickleball and like watch a movie and I'm really excited for it. And so I think that just like switching it up. So it's not like your, your every single social event is centered around grabbing cocktails. So um, I think that especially if you are dating in the summer or doing social events in the summer, you can absolutely like there's, it's, it doesn't always have to be um, alcohol-based. Yeah, take a day or night off. Yeah. Um, so another one is like t- kind of understanding the time and place and like mm-hmm. the social awareness, I'd say, of the environment. Um, I've, I've noticed a lot, especially like around our parents, and this goes back to like we're not in college anymore, but like we used to like – drink too much in front of our parents and I think I was like like I don't know and then we'd get like reprimanded the next day like oh my god and so we also tried to drink, drink to drink with our brothers so that was never good so um time in the place like it do like am I going to be interacting with people that like I want to like impress and stay on their good side and blah 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 or like you know am I at a a wedding where the vibe is like everyone's sober am I at a wedding where everyone is like five drinks deep so like just like understanding because you really you, yeah you I think it like Ali said like you never want to be the drunkest one and like it will happen it's okay uh-huh. but as long as you like try to set your like vibe like okay the vibe is looks like x and then you like try to fit that vibe totally absolutely yeah well and then understanding the time and the place I think goes a lot in like preventing like that like anxiety that like hangover anxiety that you have you're like oh gosh did, was I did I make a ass out of myself like you know and I think if you just do a little bit of that in the I don't know for foreground I guess you know you prevent a lot of that in the aftermath um and then yeah we already mentioned you know food and water making sure that you're just like preparing yourself electrolytes etc um making sure that you are just not only having alcohol in your system um And then last but not least, I'll just do both of these. So it's just making sure that, of course, staying safe, like walking, Ubering, lifting, scooting, I guess. Although you can, I think, still get driving under the influences on that, depending on what city you're in. Um, And then, of course, like spending the night if you need to spend the night. I know, like, of course, if that's a dating situation, that can also be awkward. But, like, making sure that you are not putting yourself in a situation where you're getting behind the wheel of, like, a a vehicle and putting people's lives, your own life in danger. Um, But I definitely think that like, it can be really scary because a lot of people have a lot of different relationships with alcohol, right? Like alcoholism is a really interesting and like scary disease. And I think it's like, it's something that needs to be put in check. And I think the fine line between like being like the fun buzzed girl and like the person with a, a serious dependency problem. It's all just really interesting. And like, I don't know, you can tell like, I don't know. It's, it's just a fine line that I think that you, it gets harder and harder and like blurrier to, to like go between. So I think that like this one conversation that I was having with a friend, it was like, I think that there can be a lot of like trauma around it because it's like you Mm -hmm. think that you're having fun until this 
flip switches when you're like, I'm not having fun anymore. And I think that like, if you feel like you are having like a good rah, rah time, but like every morning after you're like, Oh, I didn't like that. Or, Oh, I, I felt this, I felt this way after whatever, every single time, if you're starting to feel like that after you're, after you drink every single time, then I really kind of think it's time to start having like some more internal, internal dialogues with yourself, you know? And I, and I guess that that is a part of probably a deeper conversation that I don't even feel qualified to have, but I do think it is kind of like important to even talk about on anytime you're talking about like drinking and, and where you think you're having fun or you think you're doing something that is like, um, again, most spent meant to be like lighthearted and fun. Um, if it starts turning into something where it's creating like anxiety and, and it starts triggering you in, in a different way or triggering mm-hmm. people around you. And that was actually, I think, yeah. Uh, and I just kind of wanted to mention that because I do think it can be a really fine line. I do think so. And Alex, this. what is your go-to cocktail? What is my go-to cocktail? Um, that is a great question. Um, like everybody else, I'm a chameleon and I have so many. Um, but I would say if I'm like trying to like impress somebody, I guess, or, well, you know, okay. I'm not going to lie. If they have an Aperol spritz, I'm going to get an Aperol spritz nine times out of 10. Duh. Um, but like, Oh, wait, wait, you're at a dive bar. You get an Aperol spritz. Come on, girl. No, if I, if I'm in a dive bar and like, it's like, we just sat down, I'm probably going to get like a Jameson and ginger ale. Um, and that actually usually gets me like some pretty cool points. So like, Ooh, okay. That's like so cool. Um, yeah, no, I would say that's usually what I'm going to get. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Jameson and ginger ale. If I'm, right. if that's, if I'm like at a bar, 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 bar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thanks What's for asking. So my, no, no, no. Drink. Yeah, no, I, I, I was still, I was deep in thought. I was really, you know, I, yeah. But Go it's like, again. Like, I feel like you have okay. more options. Okay. Yeah, so- it's, it's so depends on everything, but I will tell you. Okay. But if I'm at like a summer backyard, whatever, and like we're doing mm-hmm. like seltzers or whatever, I will. This is my like hot take. My like favorite seltzer of the moment right now is the Topo Chico hard seltzers. Oh. And like if you and like no one will tell me differently. I I will go to bat so hard for the Topo Chico hard seltzers. Okay, but. Topo Chicos, Aperol mm-hmm. spritzers, and uh, Jameson and, and ginger. Okay. Yep. Okay, Manky, what are you sipping on? Um. Well, this like has caused me very much uh, stress and anxiety throughout the mm. years because, you know, everyone's like, oh, you don't have, like, a go-to cocktail? And I'm like, um, no, I don't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I am very much like, a, like, what's what is the vibe and what am I feeling? And, yes, do I like to be cool and impress people? Of course I do. Duh. So, like, if I go to, like, a whiskey bar, I'll be like, can I get an old-fashioned? And they're like, oh, girl likes old-fashioned. I'm like, I can drink them. Yeah. <laughs> no, they actually are good. I just like the sugar in the bottom. Make sure the sugar's there. If they're like too strong, I'm like, Bleh. um, but, um, I really like like fruity <laughs> things <laughs> and I really love craft, co- craft cocktails. So even like last night I got a craft cocktail and I was like, literally, I didn't even read what was in it, but I had St. Germain, which is elderflower liqueur, which is like my favorite thing on yes. planet earth. Yeah, drink. Um, but on this point, I think I mentioned, like, right in the beginning, right? Like, I'm not, like, a 
a vodka soda girl or okay so yesterday yesterday <laughs> i'm at a bar i'm at this dueling pianos birthday party bar and i was like i go through this like debate all the time in my head like okay well these craft cocktails have a lot of sugar in them and i'm gonna try to be healthy and you know i'm gonna wake up early and do yes, yes, function, yes. be a functioning human so i was like okay fine um i'd already had tequila in my first drink so i said can i get a tequila soda and can you put like a little splash of pineapple juice in it because like um i don't like plain alcohol just like it's not amazing <laughs> Duh. yeah and so this girl brings me this drink and it is undrinkable like oh, literally so bad um and so i poured half into another cup and then i went back to the bartender i was like can uh, i get some uh sweet and sour sauce which basically makes it a margarita and i was like oh thank god like sweet I sour just... sauce sauce what you call it dipping sauce or chicken nuggets or something is sweet and sour the mixing, the mixing for... cup i is that what they do they call it sauce though no i don't know I have no idea. cocktail stuff i don't know okay I don't know. anyways moral of the story it made it drinkable but i've decided that i'm uh, i like sugar drinks and i don't care <laughs> but if i am sitting outside i also love an aperol spritz uh thank you jennifer back for introducing those to our family and now we're obsessed yes. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, but if you're like me and it causes you a lot of stress, don't fret, girly. Just order whatever your heart contends. No one really judges you that much off the drink. Promise that's you that. That's so true. The only the only time I ever have judged somebody is like if you're at like a bar, like a bar bar, and somebody is like trying to get a glass of wine, and I'm like, um, okay. It's funny I, you say that because I was gonna say like some people do get the wine. And I'm like, whatever. Okay, now if it's like midnight and I'm ordering a glass of wine, a little strange. But if you're there at like eight o'clock, yeah, get your glass. Get a glass of wine. Get your wine on, girl. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. be good, but, like, you can drink it. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, well let us know what your favorite go-to cocktail is, because I'm actually very curious, because um, I should start trying different things. Um, and please, if you liked our podcast today, Allie, what do they do? Rate, review, subscribe, and share. All right. And if you want to see more, you can follow me on social media at Mackie Beck. And me on social media at Allie Beck and us at the Beck Girls. And please drink responsibly. Bye.